I am Pastor Pat Franklin, my co-host and friend Mike Woods Sr., the living legend, all-around great guy, father, husband, grandpa, war hero, patriot. Mike, how you doing this morning? I'm doing great. I'm just looking here and wondering if uh, we could get a hold of Janet and have her fix this up for us. All righty. So share the show, share the show. I uh, want to thank each and every one of you guys being on the show. Got a great show for you, talking about coming back to church, talking about changed lives, talking about um, your relationship with Jesus being the most powerful weapon to lead people to Christ. So, Mike, start us off with some prayer, and then we'll get into what we're talking about today. Dear Heavenly Father, we'd just like <coughs> to thank you ever so much for always being there to guide us, protect us, and lead us. We ask that you mm -hmm. continue to heal and comfort and give strength to those who need it, and we all need it. Mm -hmm. We ask that you continue to continue to just let you always done be there when we need it. And we just ask that you continue to love us as we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen and amen. So, um, hey, how about my uh, deer bologna I shared, shared with you last that night? That was very good. I told Donna how good that was. Oh, gosh, we got, uh, I actually got it from Jason. It's our friend Biff. He got that. I think he gets that made down in Herman. Uh, it's deer bologna. Obviously, it probably has a little beef mixed with it. Mm -hmm. Cheese and jalapeno. Uh, what a... What a mixture of wonderfulness. That is very good. I don't even... And we melted some Swiss cheese on it, which even made it better. Mm -hmm. Anything, anytime you put Swiss cheese or any kind of cheese on something, it makes it bunch, cheese is good, huh? bunches and bunches better. How about temperature this morning? It was uh, just right. Just right. Windows open or windows closed? They were open. Same. Same, same, same. Uh, we left ours open, too. And uh, let's see. You want to do some hellos real quick? Bum, 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 bum. Let's Roxanne. share that show. Who yeah, share that show. Uh, Roxanne Galati, <clears throat> good morning to you. Thank you for being on and sharing the show. Tiffany Short's on this morning. Uh, which farm? I missed it. Is it Schneider's? That's where I get my meat. Um, you know, I don't really know. Uh, I know it's down in Herman. That's all I know. But I'm going to take my deer there this year and have it processed because I really, really like that. Um, I like that flavor. Yeah, that was delicious, wasn't it? Yeah, so uh, be thinking about that as the winter comes on or, or fall. Let's, let's, not, let's not get mm -hmm. into winter yet. Uh, do you have any big plans for this fall? You guys going to pumpkin patch? Going to uh, rake leaves? What do you got going on? What do you I What do you foresee in the near future that you'll I have to do? I foresee that uh, we're gonna have a good fall and even a better winter. Hey, you how, know, as long as God's in your life, it's gonna be okay. How do you? Junior Evans is on the show this morning. Yes, he is. How do you accumulate so many jackets? Me. Yeah, how do you keep, you walk in my house, the whole thing, the whole entryway is full of jackets. Mm-hmm. The guy just gets them, doesn't he? 
Yeah. You know, I, Ryan Peth is on the show this morning. Uh, Becca Law is on this morning. Bill Jeffries is on this morning. Thank you for your service. Um, they're everywhere. Jacket here, jacket, jacket, jacket. So we're gonna. I think we're going to give a couple away. I hope my wife's watching the show this morning. We got a we got a jacket tree. We got uh, <laughs> that one thing that Gary Harden built for me that I hang my jackets on, and they're full. And so's the closet. Yeah, that doesn't take long, does it? Yeah, and we we are for sure going to give some to the homeless. Obviously, we always do that. You know, but uh, I just how do you get so many? And I love our Have Bible Will Travel hoodies. I love I love zip up. I do too. I don't like the pullover. I mean, I'll wear them. I got mm -hmm. a great big pullover camo one I got from Cabela's that I like, but I love the zip ups. And mm -hmm. uh, the ladies that have Bible have done a, a great job. Let's see who's on the show. Uh oh my goodness, her Becca Law's brother passed away Is yesterday. That Randy. Uh, we're gonna pray wow. for uh oh wow yeah hold on that is nice so janet's showing double me x. double x wow so these are the new ones so how about that uh boom 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 how about that i love my church and then i don't have i don't know if i have one of these or not my wife will have to speak for me i don't know yeah that's a 10. And I like the weight nice of that. Wow. Uh, Vicky said zip-ups are the best. Zip-ups are the best, for sure. Uh, and me and Vicky uh, wear them all the time. I've already had mine on. Okay, Bubba's on the show. Good morning to you. Pam Baumgartner's on. Terry Burek's on. Let's pray for Becca right now. Uh, Mike, uh, for the loss of her brother. Dear Heavenly Father, we'd just like to lift up Becca this morning as we... Uh, Heard the news and, uh, mm -hmm. and offer her comfort and strength. And uh, now, and as uh, the process continues uh, with what's going on, in Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Sorry about that, Becca. Let us know if there's something we can do to help you out today mm -hmm. uh, with that situation for sure. Want to help you. I'm sure the travelers are all reaching out to you this That's morning. crazy. I just wrote that down. She was asking prayer for, I guess. For Randy. It. Yeah, Randy. Pickle. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry about that, Becca, for sure. Doggone it. Dang it. Mm. Um, okay, so back to the... Uh, Am I, are we the only family that has, when you walk in, you have the jackets piled there on the on the hooks and everything? You know what? I think uh, a lot of people just hate throwing things away. Yeah, and you know <laughs> you know the one that I wear out of the most is my jean jacket. I love it. Yeah. But it's actually too big now. I mean, but I, I still like it. And I can wear a sweatshirt underneath of it. So. Huh. so hopefully you get your jackets out. Do you got yours out yet? And if you do, tell us what's your favorite. Is it a zip-up? Is it a jean jacket? We're not going straight winter coat yet. I got, Don't do that. I got two warm shirt jackets out in my truck, in fact. In case one gets wet, I got to dry one. Right. Down. You're like me. I like taking a, I like taking a, I like having a bandana in my left pocket. I like having an extra jacket and always have a ball cap. And then I can face just about anything. Because mm -hmm. I, I really never know what my day's going to be like. No. Uh, especially in the fall. Um, so if you're like me, tell me how you guys get ready for fall. Do you keep a jacket in? You're not one of these people that goes, I don't have one in the car. 
is that annoying when you go out to eat ice cream and they go, well, we don't have a jacket. I'm like, it's fall. What do you mean you don't have a jacket? You know it's going to get cold in St. Louis. Uh, yeah, I need to. You have to have one in there. And I'll tell you something else. Uh, if there's anything that good that came from COVID, which I don't think there is anything, but it, and I've always worn, they're the gaiters that you wear mm-hmm. around your neck. Now, I was wearing them before the, the COVID came along, but, man, those are good for – they can – you can use those for a lot of things. You yeah, double as nice. double as a hat, you know, in in a, in a pinch. You know, hanky, obviously, if you have runny nose. But most of all, that you can wear around your neck, and uh, you know, slide up around your face if you if you need to. So you know, you be, need that if you're walking out there in your I, neck. I'll you tell do. You that. Be, between the ball cap, uh, between the ball cap and the gator, and you got a denim jacket in your truck you're good to go my opinion for a long time yeah please don't tell me that you have turned on your heat or you pulled the winter coat out don't if you have backup if you have backup do not turn on your heat yet no just at least experience the crisp air for one day Mm mm-hmm Amen. Amen to that. I tell you what. Uh, when is officially when you pull out the winter coat? You know what? When it frosts. And I'm thinking about getting a new fleece-lined uh, denim jacket this year. Hmm. So if you guys can recommend a, uh, if you can recommend a good place to get a nice one, I, I want a nice one. I don't want a cheapy uh, fleece line or flannel line jacket, and it needs to be a Wrangler. I, I prefer Wrangler. Let me know. Because I'm ready to get one. Okay, check. Uh... All right, let's say hello to everybody, and then we'll get in on the study. You've got prayer requests. We've got them locked in. You know where you're supposed to go. Go to the prayer wall. Uh, I love L-O-V-E, the prayer wall. It's the greatest place to go to get your prayers prayed for. And, uh, yeah, Bill says 95% of your heat loss goes through your neck. So you guys get the uh, gators out this year. All right, let's say hello. Stephanie Ellis, you're on. Linda Harden's on. Slingshot said uh, the bathroom heat is on. (laughs) Donna Wood says hello. Roxanne says a blanket. Um, Throw that in your car for them soccer games, I guess, huh? The blanket is good because you know like I know everybody has kids. You're going into football season. Mm -hmm. It's totally fun. Uh, I don't ever need a blanket, but my wife always does. Always. Keep that with you. Bill Jeffrey says, zip or denim? I'm with Bill on that. Scott Metcalf, I'm just thinking about you. How you doing, brother? And uh, bum, 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 bum. let's go back to uh, prayer requests. I have to make uh, my neck scarf. Uh, so that's good. My dad always wore, my dad has wore a scarf. As long as I can remember, mm. and those are those are cool. I like. I wouldn't mind a flannel scarf. Michael Tucker is going to be breaking some stuff out because he's going to be hunting here in a little bit. Uh, but without further ado, let's get into the prayer request and um, pray for some people. Okay. So obviously we're praying for Becca Lau. I'm going to add her to the list because her brother has passed away, and our heart goes out to you again, Becca. Yeah. Uh, let's write that down, guys. Becca and brother. Okay, um, we're praying for Greg Cole, 
who is Mike and Franny Berger's bro, uh, brother-in-law. Johnny Moore, if you're watching the show, good morning to you. Uh, we're, keep Deb Mays in prayer. We're visiting her today. Uh, she's having uh, having a procedure of some sorts uh, today locally, close here. Uh, Praying for the people in the hurricane. Amen Any updates that. that you know of? Uh, well, I'll tell you what, it could turn into... Could turn into a bad deal for sure. Bad deal. I mean, winds up to 155. That's catastrophes. Mm -hmm. So keep that in prayer. Um, praying for William. Uh, he would like to lift up his wife, Nick Goaway. Praying for his mom and Ashlyn. Uh, if you're watching the show this morning, uh, Mark and uh, Janie uh, uh, Wilman is praying for their mom, uh, mm -hmm. Tommy Bishop. <clears throat> and for healing and for sure uh, praying for grandma shirley today praying for mary m for salvation uh we're praying for a family out there that's going through a lot of strain right now i read you that last night mike they need a lot of prayer for that mm -hmm. that family our buddy if you're watching this morning from uh, new york city my buddy danny cahill praying for you brother uh praying for uh mr clark and praying for a young lady who has is is uh, recovering from COVID, um, and we're praying for Michael, uh, who was on her prayer wall, uh, prayer page. She had a motorcycle accident, and uh, let's see, that's all that I have. Oh, let's see, pain in my. Uh, she got cellulitis due to a spider bite. My arm is so swollen. Okay, we're praying for Roxanne Galati. So, Mike, let's lift these up, and then we'll get on to the show. Got a great show for you today. Dear Heavenly Father, just thanks for all the praise reports we have every day. Every You just can't thank you enough for what you continue to do in our lives, keeping mm -hmm. us safe and keeping us healthy. Uh, we'd like to lift these people up to you, Lord. Ask for uh, comfort and strength. Mm -hmm guidance and wisdom in their time and needs for those spoken unspoken people out there needing prayer this is for you in jesus precious name we pray amen amen and amen saying hello to uh dot morris who's on mm. the show this morning so thank you and share so it's all about getting back to church and then i'll ask the why right after that because we don't talk about that a lot why do we get back to church and ultimately, it's about changed lives. That's what mm -hmm. we're talking about. How do you like the two-minute testimony? I think that's a great idea. Two-minute testimony. That's I'm one of the best. Two-minute testimony. All right. And they can do two. that at any location if they make arrangements, right? Yes. Call the office. Test a money. I hope I spelled that right. There you go. Two-minute testimony. Uh, get with the office, and you'll find out how to give your two-minute testimony. We played at the end of the service. Uh, super cool, uh, man, uh, Jeannie's testimony was, uh, the second one. And the first one was pastor Aaron and Jess. And I don't know who's up this weekend, but it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a great way right after doing a, um, altar call to do a two-minute testimony. I think they fit think together they, well. Yes, they do. Uh, and then we got some great music after that, so it's awesome. So thank you for getting involved in the two-minute testimony. And you know what else is nice about that? That really, you know, if you don't get out there and give your testimony, that's not make you kind of accountable with how you're acting I think so. Around. Yeah, you talk huh? about, you've talked about that before. Let's see. We need to pray. Deanna Fletcher says, my parents 
uh, or hunkered down to ride the storm out. It says they have a cousin who's a Tampa police officer. Um, and, uh, yeah, so all those people, um, b -b -b all hands on deck for the hurricane and mm -hmm. saying hello to Melissa Gibbons. Mm -hmm. So hope all is well with you and your family this morning. And let's see if I got a prayer that just came through on my phone. Um, boom, 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 boom. Um, okay. Uh, Janet says we do not have a two-minute testimony yet. So send yours in. Call the office, and you could be the next mm -hmm. uh, candidate on the two-minute testimony. I thought I seen a couple uh, on the board in the office, but I can be corrected. So be ready if you would like to give your two-minute testimony. That will be something that will be super, super awesome. So getting back to church, uh, why we go back to church? Because it changed lives. Mm -hmm. And I asked my wife while we were studying, Mike, to come in. And I said, why should people go back to church, babe? And she says, let's see. Let's see. It says, we should always be in church church, and get to his house. That's where God can work on you. Mm -hmm. Wow, totally awesome. Think about that. It's kind of like being at the service station mm -hmm. or the... Uh, truck you know where you get your oil change and everything you you go to weber to get your uh changed and all this mm -hmm. kind of thing if you don't take it in you're just driving around everywhere and you never get the oil change <coughs> never get the tires rotated never get any of the updates you end up with a truck that's not running right that's the same way your body yeah. is if you're not ever pulling into the service station where god can work on you um you're not going to grow you're not going to get the best out of life you're not going to be up to optimal running condition and you yeah. say well can't god work on me at my house yeah god can work on you at your house but why do you think he built his house mm -hmm. he built his house so you and the rest of your families could get together where he could work on you help you sharpen you encourage you uh and all those wonderful things well i think a lot of people come to church for that one reason because they're uh, looking for comfort i think so you know and they feel like they're uh get in that church, mm -hmm. you know, from other people, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, you can uh, look around and uh, there's a lot of people going through a lot of things and uh, church going. is a good place to leave them. Yeah, and uh, they're going through a lot of the things that you're going through too. Absolutely. So you can relate, you can give them advice, you can console them, you can help them. Um, we had a couple guys just check in, so I want to say hi to Mr. Oops, I want to say hi to Mr. Bill Heskett and... Okay, we obviously, I hit the wrong button. Do you know how you turn that back on? Mm. You have no idea. All right, want to say hi to Mike Madalone. Want to say hi to Bill Heskett. Want to say hi to, uh, I already said hi to Melissa Gibbons. Uh, and we're praying for the hurricane people. Mike, will you throw up a, a special prayer to the Lord here for the hurricane victims? Do you have any fathers we got come before you and petition you to ask you to continue to watch over and keep those mm -hmm. safe in the path of the storm down in Florida. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is uh, really something else. And uh, those who've been through one know what's happening down there. And uh, it's just, uh, we just ask for your comfort and strength and wisdom and just continue to look after those and keep people safe. In your precious name we pray. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. So send out some prayers to all those that are going through that. Um, so he, me and Mike talked about this, and you never think about this. A lot of times people don't come back to church because they've been backsliding. Yes, absolutely. And so, you know what? That Once you start backsliding, it just gets you back and farther and farther away from the church. Yeah. And you're doing things that, you you know, if you're going to church, you don't want to go to church smelling like you've been drinking or high. Or, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it just keeps you accountable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it? it I does. mean, you know, we all can accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, but, you know, we're still accountable for what we do out there. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Yeah, so... Uh, Carol Jones, I want to say hi to Carol Jones this morning. Coming to church gives me comfort and a chance to breathe. Yes, 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 yes. Hip, hip, hooray. Um, so let me let me make these comments, then we'll get back to coming back to church. Uh, it says, oh, good, you got to open back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, salute to veterans, November the 11th. That's on Veterans Day. That is the birthday of the Marine Corps, I heard. Yeah. So we're having that uh, in the, oh, I forgot to talk. I haven't been talking about it like I should. Men's Bible study. Ladies' Bible study starts mm-hmm. this week. Be there, be there, be there. I don't know. That caught me off guard. Mm. I mean, I talked about it all weekend at the mm-hmm. men's retreat, but the last couple of days I haven't talked about the... Uh, let me say it real loud so you guys can blast it everywhere. Men's Bible study, ladies' Bible study. Here, 2 o'clock. My guys, I will provide drinks for you and snacks for you, and I'm sure the girls will have them too. Mm. What do you think would be a good snack? I'd have to cut up some of that deer bologna and share it. That would be an idea. That would be an idea, and obviously chips and uh, chips and coffee and water. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of getting almost anti-soda anymore. I just I, 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 I don't drink much soda. I think I don't. I don't even know. Me and Vicky may drink one of month or once every two months now i will have an energy drink but anyways men's and ladies bible study be in it guys this is the best way in the world to get your friends involved in church my wife was reading her book this morning really for the bible study uh she's very diligent and faithful about reading um so we're doing kingdom man obviously that's a slam dunk it's a six-week study so be here at two o'clock um, also the fight on the 11th mm-hmm. and we are officially changing the backdrop and turning into fall, uh, for in October. Amen. So we're going to have a fall theme that I'm not supposed to disclose. My wife said, that's a good book. Oh, Janet said also that the men's study is at 8 a.m. in Winfield. So if you live out there in Winfield, pastor Mark is going to do the guy's study. Mm-hmm. And I think he's already got five guys lined up and. I'm sure he's going to have a couple guys from uh, our new Winfield location. Uh, but lots of stuff going on. It is the best time in the world to get into church, get into some studies, get into uh, what God's doing. Yes, it And is. be looking forward to some fall festivals. I know we're going to do one for sure out in Winfield. So if you're up for pumpkins or hay rides or something like that, come on. Um so we got to get back into the scriptures <clears throat> maybe maybe you you or your friends aren't coming back to church because you've been backsliding mm. we got some backsliding scriptures for you mike says backslide your way right back to church 
Yeah, don't slide away. Don't slide away. <laughs> so slide in. Slide in. Uh, I got my commitment card, and guys, if you're on the retreat, you guys probably got one that says I'm going to raise my family in church. Boom, boom, boom. Yes, we uh, will do that. We're going to do that. Let's say some highs, and then we'll get into some scripture. Mike, if you can look up Hosea. You, uh, do you remember Hosea 14.4? Yes, it says, uh, I will heal their, their backsliding, and I will love them freely. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Uh, and let's partner that with the Isaiah 1, verses 18. 118 says, Come now and let us reason together with the Lord. Do your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Thought they be red like grinsome, they shall be as wool. Okay, and we're going to keep going, but I want to stop you there. We got, we got a host of these scriptures. So, so what is that telling us? What that's telling us today is we need to know that Jesus died for our sins died to deliver us from a life of sin mm -hmm. and don't be ashamed about your past because Jesus died for it and everybody has a past. Amen? Mm -hmm. Well, you know what it says here. There's no greater invitation found in the Bible than the one given by the Holy Spirit through the prophet Isaiah. Mm, so that is no greater passage. Let me answer your wife's question here real quick and we're going to get back into backsliding. Uh, Mike Manalone said hi to him. Carol Jones, she says, come to church, gives me a chance to breathe. Men study, Vicky's on there. Gary says, watching, bum, bum, bum. Donna says, do you need to buy a book for the women's study? I would probably say yes. I don't know that answer. I know the guy's got a workbook. Mm -hmm. And I think there's, what Mark said it was $13. So uh, I would say yes, Donna. There's probably a cost to that book, I would imagine. Um yes. uh, Let's see. Gary Harden says, Jesus met us at the flagpole this morning. And Roxanne, oh, God, thank you, Jesus. And it says, you can get the book on Amazon or we can get it for you. Uh, you book is nine, guide is ten. Uh, so thank you for that. And hopefully all you guys and families who are at the flagpole are having a great time. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Great. Michael Tucker says, got to go to work. Have a blessed day. You too, Michael Tucker. And thank you for being part of our men's ministry mm -hmm. and your Family being part of a uh, big part of our church here uh, at Have Bible Travel. Um, so backsliding scriptures. Let's do one more. Do Isaiah fifty five seventeen, and we'll talk about. Uh, I'm sorry, Isaiah fifty five seven, Mike. We'll Let talk. him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. So let's let's work backwards and talk about what a pardon is. Remember when I told you last night uh, President Reagan uh, pardoned uh, Merle Haggard mm -hmm. from prison? What does that mean? That means what he went through, He didn't. that's not going to be counted against him anymore. That was a race. That's a pardon. Right. Or you can be excused from it. Do you remember mm -hmm. when you had to be pardoned to get up from your table at dinner? Uh, mm -hmm. Dinner Back for you kids, <clears throat> people who don't know, <clears throat> back when you used to meet at the, at the uh, dinner table, you'd have, <coughs> you'd have to be asked to be excused. You couldn't just, when you got done eating, get up and, and leave because that was rude. Mm -hmm. So you'd be pardoned. My dad would pardon us, and you could get up and you could go. What Jesus does now is he's pardoned you from a sin that would be counted against you, and mm -hmm. he's excused you. And the only true excuse 
that could excuse that was the blood of Jesus Christ because it was a sin that you've committed um, that'll be counted against you. And if God's a righteous judge, he has to judge righteously. Mm -hmm. But if it's not there anymore, it can't be counted against you. So yeah. the blood of Jesus and the atoning work at the cross at Calvary was sufficient for the sin debt that you and I owe that we couldn't pay. What say you, Mike? I say that we're very fortunate to have a Savior that will forgive us. Yes. You know that? And uh, mm -hmm. the thing is, I mean, he forgives you. It's, it's no mm -hmm. longer there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And unlike us, we can't even begin to forgive like the Lord. So let, let me ask you this. Uh, if you're talking about a lot of times people don't come back to church because they backslid, when, where is the starting point where you come back to church? I mean, if you they're know, getting shamed out of it, they, they ain't been here in a while or whatever, what's the best way to obviously make a phone call and call them? But mm -hmm. what, what would be something else we could do? We could pray for them and, uh, and that kind of thing. But what would you recommend to the person that is hesitating or stutter-stepping about coming back? I would suggest that... Uh, yeah, church here that's uh, preach out of the Bible. Yeah. So, if you had problems with other places, you know, you don't get the from the Bible here. That's mm -hmm. our main source of information. Mm -hmm. And uh, hey, you play it to a T. Right? Yeah. Hey, I want to say uh, hello to Z this morning. Z and his family. Uh, thank you for watching the show. So, if you've been out, you know somebody's been out. Uh, they backslidden. Uh, we're talking about getting back to church. We get back to church because lives are changed. I don't know any other place in the world that can change your life like God's church. Mm. So my grandson sent us uh, a fundraising link like you know, <laughs> they always do to football. And, and, it's, and we like investing in it because my grandson's doing good things and he's on a good Christian school. Um, that's that's an investment for the football team, and the mm. kids can get whatever it is they need. And we, we're good with it; we don't care. It's all good. But that's not gonna that's that's not gonna bring eternity to my grandson. Mm. No, my grandson would tell you if you went to interview him that you have to be in church, you have to trust Jesus, you have to be doing these things. So right. when I'm really trying to invest in my kids or my my family's future, it's church, 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 church. Over and over, church. You get get to church. Then after that, I don't ask him to do anything. That's it. That's what you, you've been preaching. Forever. Forever. You're ask right. your kids or your family to do one thing, and then don't bug them about anything. Because if they come to a word church, mm -hmm. they're going to hear what's important. They're going to hear they need to go to work. They're going to hear they need to love each other. They're going to hear they need to stand up for truth. Yep. They're going to know how to treat a woman, and the and the woman's going to know her role, and the kids are going to do what they're supposed to do, all of that stuff. Go back to church. And if mm -hmm. your kids are off in college, tell them to find a church to get in. And you know why? Because that's where lives are changed. Yes, it is. That's where yeah. hearts are changed. That's where you have a moral compass. Say it with me, class. That's your starting point. That is your starting point. <laughs> how, how would you function in a crazy society today if you didn't have a church? Yeah. We'd just get up and go to go somewhere, go to work, or try to function with all the craziness. Mm -hmm. All the craziness is competing 
for your family's attention day in and day out. I told the girls in the office yesterday, the level of madness on social media now is staggering. Your kids are mesmerized <laughs> by social media. They can't put their phones down. Well, you know what? Uh, that's right. You know what did you do before we had this convenience of phones? Had that little pager to tell you to get going somewhere. Remember those? Yeah, what a, what a deal. <laughs> and did, here's the thing: did it did it help you out any? I mean, are we any? For, we ain't any further along. If anything at all, we're more backwards as a country than we've ever been. We we want to get electric cars. We want to get more contacts. We want to get rid of uh, pay. We want to be a paperless money society. We we're trying to do it. We got cars that drive for you now. Uh, all kinds of stuff. There's more accidents, more disease. More families broke up, less people getting married, yeah. less generation being Christians. We haven't advanced at all. All we've done is go backwards. You know why? Because the churches aren't full anymore. Why aren't the churches full anymore? Because the preacher in the pulpit's not telling the families to get back to church. That's your job and my job as Christians is to fill God's house. Mm -hmm. Hear his message. Feel his love. Share his love. Build up momentum. Be accountable. Celebrate life. Have a starting point. Have a place where you can weep. Have a place where you can laugh. Have a place where you can congregate. Have a place where you can work out. Have a place where you can study. Have a place that's the city on the hill in your city. That all comes from the corporate church. Yes. Invite. That's where lives are changed. What say you? I say, you know what? It's been here since the uh, beginning of time. Yeah. You need that church. Hey, where's, what better place to be than church on a Sunday morning? Huh? I have no idea. I, I can't imagine it, you know. Um, so let's do, let's, let's take a look. Lori Ridley says, our kids are both in, in college about two hours away, and they come back every weekend to go to church. And uh, if they can't home, they're on live stream. Praise God. Bill Heskett says amen. So Bill knows that. He's got family that he brings to church and all mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And yes, he does. Wonderful, you? wonderful, wonderful people. All right, so lives have changed. We've read to you Hosea. We've read to you Isaiah. We've read to you. We're going to do Psalm 51. I was kind of saving that, but let's go ahead and do it. We'll do Psalm 51, 10, and 12, and then we're going to do a bunch of New Testament stuff. Um, and basically, you brought this up, and Mike just gets the greatest insight from the Lord on it. You know, he said, well, maybe people aren't uh, or hesitant on coming back because they backslid. So we looked up a bunch of backsliding scriptures, mm -hmm. and um, so, Mike, if you have Psalm 51, verses 10 through 12, read that. Well, I'm just uh, 12 pages away. Psalm 51. Psalm 51, verses 10 through 12. Yeah, I'll tell you what, my hands. Here you go, I got it. You got it? Yeah. Psalm 51, what? 10, 10 through 12. 10 and 12. It says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Read that, read that again. I got to hear that again. Create.
Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. All right, stop. I love that. I want to say hi to Chris Cornish, uh, and let's pray for Chris right now. Lord, I just want to continue to pray for Chris for supernatural healing, any and every place he needs it, Father God. Uh, and I pray that he heal, he feels your healing touch. In thy name, Lord, amen. 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 Thank you for being on the show this morning, Chris. Uh, create in me a... I'm going to get mine out, too. Say it again. Create in me a... Clean heart. Did it say contrite anywhere? Contrite in me a clean heart, O oh God, heart. and renew a right spirit within me. What's hey, the right spirit? Holy Spirit, the only spirit. What about a screw, what about the screwed up spirit of? Why are people coming after pro life people? I don't know, but leave me out. You know, this scripture here kind of goes after David's heart was unclean. Sin made the heart unclean. The word "crate" is interesting. It means the old heart is infected by sin. Oh Lord disease and cannot be salvaged god not spiritually speaking so they're, ob they're obviously they're obviously is that there obviously is a heart condition mm -hmm. there obviously is a heart condition yes there in, is. in this world and we, uh, you king know, david says create in me a, a clean heart create in me a, a new right spirit within me Oh, look at this. Your phone's... <laughs> you ever seen anything like... You tell me they ain't listening to the show? Google's listening to everything we say. It's coming up. I, it, it says creating me while the show's going on. Didn't it? Yes, it did. Oh, Lord Jesus. Somebody needs to help me today. I wonder why... Why are people coming after Christians? Well, I'll tell you what. Why are people coming after pro-life people? I want I want somebody on the in the church to answer this question. Why are people coming after pro-life people when you're trying to save babies? You know they're so hard on. Think we're so rough on abortion. You know. Do you know what abortion means? Yeah. It, it means to stop something, to mm -hmm. abort a mission. If somebody called you, if your commander in chief, when you were in Nam, said abort the mission, what would that mean to you? I mean, just what? it would mean stop. Well, that, that's what these people need to understand. When you stand for abortion, you're stopping the life of a child that God has built inside this womb. So we know that it's a child, mm -hmm. and all the Christians are trying to do is stand up for the child who can't speak for themselves. Amen to that. Amen. So if I'm here... And you're here, and we're trying to stand up for the un unborn. Why are you mad at us when you're trying to abort or stop something that God has created? No, nobody can give me that answer. And then they say, "Well, it's the it's the right of the woman." Well, it may be the right of the woman, but what's the where's the right for the child? Living in America, doesn't every person have the right to yeah. life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? Isn't that what the Constitution says? Mm -hmm. I just had to say that because I'll be real honest with you. I told the girls, I said, this, this, it's, gotten, it's gotten to the point where this is madness. And now verse 11. Oh, Lord Jesus. Cast me not away from, from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Wow. What happens when you don't have the Holy Spirit? 
You don't have a church. I, I asked the guys on the on the men's retreat what constitutes a church. It's not a brick and mortar building. We got all kinds of brick and mortar buildings, especially if you go to North County from Shackleford from Highway 270 all the way to the river. There's there's church buildings everywhere. But there's some quote-unquote church buildings up there who've never put their trust in Jesus Christ as Lord and mm -hmm. Savior. They don't believe that Jesus is the Savior. So if you don't have God, and you don't have a son, Jesus Christ, who's right. the Messiah, and you don't have his Holy Spirit, you don't have a church. It takes God, his Spirit, and his people to constitute a church. Yes, Lord. And that's what the country was founded on. So here King David is saying... With his, with his backslidden condition because he's a sinner. All sinners can be saved. All sinners can be redeemed. All sinners can, can come back to the house of God. They can ask for forgiveness, turn from their sin, turn towards God, get their family to turn towards God, be an active participant in the body of Christ, and walk on from your former way of life, regardless. Amen. Amen to that. Uh. I'm going to read it out of uh, ESV. Okay. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me with a willing spirit. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, is what he says here. And don't take your Holy Spirit. I'm paraphrasing though. Mm -hmm. Don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Do you know why? Do you know why? Now we're talking Old Testament. Do you know why King David didn't want the Holy Spirit taken from him? Because he knows if he doesn't have the Holy Spirit, he ain't got anything. Mm -hmm. Say it with me. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, you don't have anything. You have got to be possessed, baptized, downloaded by the Holy Spirit. He has to live mm -hmm. inside you. He has to. He has to influence your heart so that your mind thinks differently. You can't think like a heathen anymore because the Spirit of God who lives inside your heart won't allow it, Mike Senior. You're right there. Yeah. You can't. You cast out bad thoughts That's to make them obedient to Christ. Mm -hmm. we, 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 we have to we cast out these thoughts through the blood of Jesus Christ and the Spirit that lives in us. We can't entertain those thoughts. We 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 make them subject to God. Yeah. And he refines them and 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 and, and takes care of that and, and casts it away. And only by the power of the Holy Spirit is a man's life changed. And it's the only institution in the world that's in the heart changing business. And that's his church. And that's how powerful God is. You know what's so sad about a lot of that stuff? People say they could never hurt anybody, but, you know, here they are killing babies. It's, it's the most <laughs> heinous thing I've ever seen in my life. It is. Uh, welcome to the show, Mike Frost, all the way from Florida. I know he ain't got his jacket out yet. Mm. It's probably 80 degrees down there. Yeah, I hope Donna, okay. says, sit, Donna Wood says, sitting here watching this precious innocent baby sleeping makes me so sad to think about abortion. Amen. Yeah, you know, that is right. I mean. Well, what you need to understand is you can, any and everybody can get to a place in their life where nothing makes sense anymore without the Spirit of God. 
You know, if you don't have God in your life, you ain't got You're on the crazy train. Amen to that. You know, we just got to continue to ask him to guide us and give us the wisdom to be right. Tim Paris's prayers from Florida. Thank you for being on the show this morning, Tim. So what say you guys? Uh, you got any uh, recommendations you could give someone who's backslid? Maybe there's some, and we'll say hi to Paul Hall. He's on the mm. show this morning. All the way from Warrington, Mo. What advice would you give somebody who was backslidden, has been out of church, getting them back to church? Obviously, the biggest one out of all of them is changed lives, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I mean, if you didn't think your life would be changed, I would never come to church. It's not just a duty. No. I mean, it is a duty. You have to do it. He says you ought to do it, but mm-hmm. it's not just that. There, you're, there, watch this, class. There has to be purpose. Yeah. I mean, do you just you don't just go outside and just drive around in circles in the parking lot with your new Silverado, do you? You have to live with purpose. You have to drive with purpose. You have to speak with purpose. There has to be an end game to this. And what's the end game? Leading people to Jesus. Leading people to a a right relationship with Jesus Christ. It helps them mentally. Helps them physically. Uh, helps them financially. Jesus does. Right. He. he Say it with me. He's a game changer. Game changer. He's uh, a game changer. He changed your life, didn't he, Mark Senior? Absolutely. Changed my life along with many others. And very happy to uh, had the opportunity to know the Lord. All right. So these are just some of the backslidden scriptures. And that may not be the, the total reason why somebody hasn't mm-hmm. been at church they've been caught up in the summer they're shutting their lake house down we got one more fishing trip and the, the whole deal yeah we're, we're getting into the and correct me if i'm wrong we're getting into the place where yeah. the excuses are starting to weigh a little thin right i mean well, yeah. eventually somewhere and and then you're going to get the hunting thing coming up and all that so somewhere along the line we're going to have to draw a line and just go you know what i i can still hunt i can still fish i can still do soccer with my kids but i can still go to church right Mike, uh, Mike Frost says, no matter how dark at the moment might seem, uh, he, the Lord, will give you a light in a way back. That's my advice. Good. Mm, good advice, Mike. I want, and need, I want and need to be at church, Roxanne says. Roxanne's always been good about <laughs> being here. Uh, so thank you so much. Uh, and, and let us know. Maybe there's something else we can do out there that will help people get back well, to I'll church. I'll tell you what you find you come to church. But what you won't find. Okay, what's that? You won't find anybody in there drinking. Carrying on? No, you won't find that. Let's see. Terry Burke says, take that step and just see how great you'll feel afterwards. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. It's kind of like, I think a lot of times people, you know, you've had the busy some. And I think think COVID had its effects on people coming back to church. I mean, mm-hmm. I think now it's you're stretching it if you're still using that as an excuse because that was like started two years ago, right, or at least two years ago, so somewhere along the line. You, um, so that might be something else, but I, I agree with Terry. I think if you just take a step in and check it out, you'll feel better. And, uh, well, I think it's like anything. You get in here, and if you hadn't been here for a while, just getting in there the first time, get back, you'll see that you've been missed. and uh, you Have been missed, yeah. And, and uh, don't, don't you believe that, like, fall time, 
is the is the best time you get the bible studies you get the the church services you get some of the fall festivals and you you know subconsciously that you're heading into thanksgiving and veterans day and then christmas is soon around the corner well it's the harvest season that also means we want to harvest and bring people into bring people in yeah haven't even i haven't even cracked that open yet (laughs) i mean by now usually by now i'm harvest 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 yeah but i thought i i thought i would come at uh come at it a little different you know i could i could definitely baptize the whole thing with with harvest uh but it was really felt like changed lives is what god was speaking to me about just people knowing that your life can be changed come back to church you ain't got nothing to lose except heartache bondage <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's kind of like kind of like that honky-tonk song we were singing uh what what was my what was my uh was it what's not my re- reward what how much was my reward jesus yeah jesus how much it was a, a Waylon jennings song they, they played uh i guess they played when uh he passed away yeah yeah. Um, okay, Roxanne what says, reward be? you're welcome. I just need transportation now. I'm going crazy with no working car. Yeah, so, so and we've all been there. I'll, I'll be real honest with you. In the early years of the church, me and Vicky had to pick up some people, and we kind of just figured it in, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know nobody would want me to pick them up now because you wouldn't want to be here at, you know, I leave. I, I get here at 6 o'clock or whatever, you know, 6.30, so. But uh, so if you're lacking the transportation, oh, I'm sure if you send out a blip there, some somebody be more than happy to drive you until uh, mm-hmm. till people's car gets fixed. Amen. So this is just one thing we we're talking about. Uh, I don't even know what time it is. Oh my gosh, we got ten minutes. We we did. We're talking about maybe people haven't been back because they they backslid. So let me <clears throat> let me read one that I thought was. And this one's from the New Testament. And this one mm. is uh, from Philippians. Mike, if you join me there. Mm-hmm. Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. Uh, I'll start in 12. It says, Not that I've already obtained this, or I'm already perfect, but I press on to make it my own, because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead i press on toward the goal of the prize of the upward call in christ jesus and he talks about he says those who are mature you should think this way Mm -hmm. You, you you have to and i may use this man this is powerful uh i forget what lies behind why are you, why are we plagued about what's happened years ago, year ago, months ago, weeks ago, or maybe last week? Why are we plagued by that and think that we're not worthy to be in church? Man, don't think like that because mm. there's no way I can think of where you could actually clean up enough to be at church. You have to come as you are, understand that Jesus has already paid the price, and then the Apostle Paul says, I don't think about what happened in the past, but I press on towards the prize. Yeah. And, and what is the prize? Let's see what he says. The prize, forget, so he forgets what's behind, he's straining forward what lies ahead, and I press on towards the goal, uh, the prize of upward call. So, so the things that me and you need to be concentrating on are things that are upward 
things that are uh, of valor, things that are yeah. of um, real lasting substance. I was here, and, and, and this doesn't get talked about a whole lot anymore with these phones, but these these phones got to be updated all the time. Yeah. And um, if your phone needs to be updated all the time, you can only imagine that our relationship with, with God oh, ought to yeah. be updated daily. Well, it is if you're praying. And, and the only way I know that you can get your relationship with God updated is through prayer, through Bible studies, through church mm. attendance, through, uh, you know, being in men's studies, being in a woman's study if you're a woman, and be challenged. Can we say that? Why is it that we don't even like to be challenged anymore? We've gotten so lackadaisical. Well, they don't even do the presidential phys physical fitness test anymore in gym, in gym class. Is that right? No, you you just I don't even I don't I think a lot of kids don't even dress out for gym. Don't you remember when you used to have to dress out for gym and you had to have a pair of white socks? Started in junior high school. Yeah, and and now uh, watch this class. They don't even get the kids. So what what is gym class? Let's break off here for just a second. What is gym class? Gym class is a place where you go to get active. Is right. it or is it not? Right. Okay. So if you're if you're in gym, you need to participate to pass that class. Mm -hmm. Well, there used to be a standard. If you wanted to be a, like a super overachiever, you would get into presidential physical fitness challenge. Mm -hmm. you know, girls had to do the hold. Boys had to do chin ups and climb the rope and throw the medicine ball or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And they could measure if you if you've been physically fit or not or close to it. Well, they don't even do it anymore. Why don't they do it anymore? Because they don't want to challenge people anymore. Can you imagine all them kids coming in for boxing and they all sit down on the chair? I'll tell you what, they won't sit long, will they? You only got, hey, if you come into boxing, you don't need to sit down in a chair. You're only going to be here an hour. You can go sit down in your mommy's basement when you're done. You know. Come in and box for one hour. You need to stand around and look around and see what anybody's doing. Yeah. For sure. Uh, dressing out was a mom if you had first hour. Let's see what she says here. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I I don't know why we don't like to challenge ourselves anymore. Even even as we've gotten older and, and, and we've accepted some of the, the world's ways, People that used to be athletic aren't athletic anymore because they don't want challenges. They don't want to work out. They don't want to do nothing. It's cold outside. It's hot outside. It's it's sunny outside. The 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 leaves carry pollen and the, the all this stuff. I'm like, man, if all you ever experience is conditioned air, you'll never build up an immune system. You'll never see the joy of the Lord. You'll never do it because you haven't challenged yourself. You have got to challenge yourself. Self, it's spiritually, physically, financially, and mentally to be a whole person. There's a lot of things going on there. The Apostle Paul says, I forget what was behind, and I strain towards the prize. It's an upward call of Christ Jesus. Hey, what are you driving down the road? You don't like look. What are you looking the back for? Hey, who cares where you've been? I know where I'm going. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. I wish somebody would say amen at the church. They didn't say amen. 
Oh well, it's too late. We don't. It, it's too. We don't want to stay out too late. We'll stay out too late at the Bible study, but yet they'll go to a movie with their kids and stay out late at a soccer game or baseball game. Some of these baseball games don't even start till eight o'clock. You know that as well as I do. You watch those out. There. I got. I got. Uh, the last game me and my wife went to. My little granddaughter was at six thirty. My Youngest grandson's game started at 8 o'clock. It wasn't over till 10, 30, 10 o'clock. And what grade's he in, fifth? Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And that's fine. I mean, that's good. I think I think they ought to be challenged. And I think the moms and dads ought to be wrapped up in blankets to be there. I think that's good for the family. But don't complain because you got home late for church. Huh? Get home at ten thirty and get the kids up. But boy, if you late there at church, go. Oh, I can't be at church. They're, they run too late. <laughs> Amen. Amen to that. What a day, huh? Oh, it's a great day. It oh. is, Lord. Blessed us with another. We got three minutes. We're going to say goodbye here in a minute. I want to say hi to Marcy. Thank you for being on the show, Bill Jeffries. Each day is a challenge. Welcome it. I'm with you, Bill. Yeah. I, how could you not welcome it as a challenge? Leaves being blown, raked, pick up sticks, cutting firewood up. Man, that ain't a task. That's that's therapy. Yeah, that's I told my dad, when I'm out here working with cattle or horses or firewood or dogs or cats or fixing stuff, this is therapy. I ought to be paying you. I had to open up a, a you want to do therapy? Come out here. <laughs> we'll work it right out of here. How much time did we spend inside the bunkhouse at the men's retreat? Yeah. Zero. Yeah, only for Zero. And that's the way I wanted it. I, I told, I'll tell you, can I tell you a secret? Don't tell the rest of the group. I told Pastor Aaron before anybody came out there, I said, I don't want these guys inside the bunkhouse. It's an outdoor men's retreat. And that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Church was in the arena. All the events were outside. We set up inside the barn, mm-hmm. and it was, was it fantastic or not? Man, that was great. Man, that was. You can't continue to challenge yourself and get the best things out of life by, uh, anyways. You know, that was really nice weather. It turned out to really be nice. Likely it was supposed to rain, this and that. Phenomenal. Well, it did rain a little Friday. Yeah. Did it? Was it Friday morning? Yeah. Yeah. Friday morning it rained a little bit, but I don't know. It's, it it doesn't fine. matter. Hey. Oh, it, it was raining. And did you see me start the fire? Uh-uh. I started a fire outside. And when it started raining pretty good, most of the guys kind of huddled up in the barn, which which is normal. Yeah. I made a fire. And I had one guy stand out there, two guys stand out there. Before you know it, everybody was out there. Yeah. Around the fire. It's just guys... People really do want to be free, and they really do want to be outside. They really it, just it, want to enjoy it. And they want to enjoy it. You just have to be around. So that's another reason to be at church, so you can be challenged. Would you say that, Mike? I would say that. Pray for us. We are officially at one minute to nine, and these people have jobs. they got to go to work. Dear Heavenly Father, we just ask and pray and thank you for everything Lord you Jesus. do in our lives. You lead us. You guide us. You help us help others. Oh, Lord. And as we start our day, let's be kind to one another and uh, lift them up. And uh, let us be more like you. Let's start by doing that. Let's try to be more like Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, with his kind of love and understanding and thoughts. In his precious name we pray, amen.
Amen and amen. Hey, uh, get back to church. Let's talk mm -hmm. about changed lives and remember two things. Jesus loves you and I love you. Have a great day in the Lord. Have a great day in the Lord. We'll see you then.